Welcome to the Amigos Down Under podcast. I'm Doug. I'm joined with Adrian. I'm joined with Seb. Oh, yeah. How are you going, guys? Good, bro. Yeah, not bad, mate. Doing How well. You doing, Dougie? Yeah. All right. Me, Age? Pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Mm, excited for today. Nice and chill. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Give us a like, listen, follow on our Instagram page, Amigos Down Under podcast. Uh, send us any message you like with questions or anything you want to touch base on on the show. Um, we're always around on our socials, so get, get amongst it. Yo. Yeah, sweet. So again, Migos down on the podcast talking about our lives growing up in Australia, first generation Australians, and uh, yeah, having fun while we're doing this. And continuing on Amigos down under series, we have our next guest for the month of May celebrating Mother's Day, Crystal. Hey, again, Crystal. Yo, hello, welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks for coming on. Let's have a drink with Crystal. And we've got something special, Dougie, don't we, for Crystal? Crystal, are yeah, you right to Crystal. pop that one open for I'm us? I'm scared to look Ho- at what you've to... served me tonight. Nah, just oh, don't, okay. don't take it out of the package. You just crack it open and put it in your mouth. You're lucky That's I'm a drinker. Said. That's what she said. Go. Crack it. Go. It's going to ruin my manicure. Oh, crack yeah. yours. Age, what do you got over there? I've crack got Mosey Fruity Beer. Oh. Lime flavor. Natural. Right. Look, you know what? I really don't care. Just open it. it. All right, KS. Let's crank it. Go. Have a go. See what you think. It's a decent sharp beer. Oh, yeah. There you oh. go. Well done. Not bad. First what fan, Fosters. Yeah. Well done. Well, it's not Kosciuszko, which is kind of the oh. current beer I'm on That's, now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kosciuszko is nice. Yeah. yeah. Good old Cosy. But I was actually going to get one of those today. But yeah. Hmm. yeah. Oh, cheers. cheers. Thank you again Thank for coming you. on. Cheers. 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 What are we drinking, Seb? Oh, I, me uh, we will be cranking. Well, you're cranking already. Mm. But we'll be shortly, once the ice gets here, the Chivas 12-year for myself. But uh, as always, my trusty two is new in a can. Two is new in a um, in a can. In a can. Sweet. KS, what have you been up to lately? Any big news? Uh, Just working, Mm. life, kids. Yeah. That's about it. Can I ask, how are you getting to work these days? I Mm. treated myself with a new car. Oh, yes. (laughs) That is something new. Very new. Yes. Very new, actually. Yes. Yeah. Something after a long time that I thought I would do just for me after years and years of the hustle. So, mm. yeah. Working your ass off. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and paying paying dividends now. That car's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Really can't good. wait to crash it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Top insurance. Yeah, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do anything in life without insurance. Hey, we did, right. <laughs> uh, did you put over 40s on your uh, claim? I'm not in that box yet, Doug. Damn it. <laughs> so I'm oh, I still include it, obviously, over 35s, right? Uh, just. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. Last time we caught up together, I ate some fast chicken. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. How, how was that chicken? Chicken was good. Yeah, Oz chicken. I reckon, yeah. I reckon I'll plug it. Oz chicken in Woodcroft. Nah, it's... What's it called? No, chicken no, king sorry. in Woodcroft. Oh, my bad. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a Woodcroft chicken king. Yeah, she's from the other side of the tracks. Yeah. She's yeah, a Woodcroft, chicken king girl. Chicken king. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. my bad. CKG, CK girl, chicken king girl. And it's really good. I've been going, I've tried their chicken for a while now, so it's really, really good. It was. It was schmick. It was good really to have schmick. the. Um, I can still taste it. The proper, the proper chicken. It's probably still on your mic. Stop throat in your mic, and then you might not taste it anymore. But yeah, the chicken side with the vinegar in there, just beautiful. Beautiful. Adrian, can you start us off? I don't know how I know Crystal. How do we know? <laughs> let's, let, let's really be honest here. I don't think we really know each other. I think I know your wife more, even though I met you first, <laughs> than what I know you. How did you meet How did you meet Adrian? Yeah. 
<laughs> <laughs> yeah, <a party. laughs> I love that. I love well, that. Yeah, it that's was a party, wasn't it? Everyone's reaction. No. Hey man, let, yeah. let, let the guests talk. I think, I let think, the guests talk, man. Shut I up. think I'd met him a few times, but he's a man of few words. If he, if it's you know mm. not a moment of comfortableness, um, but I think I properly met um, Adrian when he came to work for me in one of our previous companies, and then came to realise that he was related to another friend of mine, Lydia Seb, your wife, mm, my wife. And then from there, I probably got about 10 words out of him in that period of time. And Including it wasn't, when he was working. Hey, man, I, fucking, he was working. I killed that fucking interview, don't I? Come on now. I will say that's probably the most I've probably ever heard Thank you speak. You. Thank you very much. Um, and then came to realise that he was related to Lydia, so he got a, he got a pass. <laughs> yeah. He got, absolutely got a pass for She wiped your ass and got you a job. <laughs> Yes, so you can thank her for that. Um, no, but in honesty, I, I'd met him probably mostly th- through work and then over time, a uh, big fan of his wife, Carla. Um, so that was another awesome. pass. So I don't know if I can really say that uh, I know Adrian just yet, but <laughs> on, on, on the surface, this is pretty cool. It's only been like <laughs> six years. <laughs> He's a man of very few words, he I is. have to say. Did he we is. not like see each other, meet each other before? Because well, I knew of you, right? Like, yeah, but you yeah. don't you say very much. At the parties, yeah. well, what? Or, or, or she would see is some piss bloke having a great time. No, not even. I don't think I ever oh, saw him drunk that. until oh, we shit. really got to know each other. It was just like a hello and heads down and he would just... Not even. He wouldn't bowing. say hello. He just, he'd flick the head. <laughs> yeah. he the head. I used to bow, up. apparently. Yeah. Like a, yeah. He hello. flicks the head up or down? Yeah. Down or up? Yeah. Or down? I think when I fully learnt about his personality was after he'd already left the company we were working for. Um, and he reminds me very much of like a Dave Hughes moment when he loses it. If he's really oh, passionate yeah. about something and mm. you give him a topic oh, and he's man. triggered, I was like, oh, Hughes is losing it. Just, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But there is yeah. a segment coming, Doug, isn't there? Yeah, there's a segment, oh, there's a segment oh, incoming based on that. Thank you, KS, for yeah. segueing into that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There is a segment coming oh, in, yeah. but here we go. But yeah, that, that would be yeah. how I've met Adrian, I'd say, yeah, through, through Lydia and through work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about my, you, Doug? Oh, just touching on on uh, Crystal's uh, mm. comment there. My kids actually, you know, when they describe Adrian, <laughs> they actually say he's a passionate man. <laughs> <laughs> he's really passionate about everything he says. He's so passionate. I fucking love that, eh? Yeah. I fucking love it because that <laughs> is correct. It seems true. He just said it with passion. There was so much passion in that. That comes so much conviction. Stared at me when he said it because you knew what was brewing. Hey, I was gonna, I was just gonna put shit on you. Yeah, he knew it. Look at him. He's looking away like I'm gonna punch this. Because it's true. Because everyone's oh, you're fucking angry. You're moody. You yell too much. You're drunk all the time. Nah, man, it's fucking. It's passion from the heart. It's the MS13 shit. Yeah. But even even if you've been drinking, I don't see you as drunk because it's like this whole same level. <laughs> because every time she like sees you. If, if I had to like rank him as like when we work together as an employee, I could say he's consistent. Whether it goes up or down, I don't know, but he's consistent. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. Oh, nice. All right. How do you know me? Oh, it's by chance, I think. Um, I would say that I'd met you through... Um, mutual friends at, you know, the good old house parties. Mm-hmm. And I would just say you were chilled as fuck. So that's my vibe. Yeah. <laughs> he is a chilled man. Yeah, very. Yeah, and very then I've so. only realised over, well, I think it would probably be only, I could be wrong, maybe three, four years that I realised we do very similar work. So that makes sense why we're very chilled. <laughs> <laughs> Making bread. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
that goes to show how much you know. <laughs> hey, I don't know the least amount of what for, this fuck for, it does. For, yeah, for is all, it, all I know. Like, is it like a Barney uh, from uh, How I Met yes. Your Mother where it's like yeah. nobody yes. knows what they do? Or, or yeah. Friends Chandler. Like yes. no one actually knows his <laughs> job title. If he doesn't L- put numbers Lid's in the computer. still laughs about it. Because Lids goes, what does he do for work? And I'm always like, uh, uh, you know, he works like in a company and he does, I have no fucking idea. No, it does if he it's it's the hardest type of work to describe what we Yeah. If he doesn't put numbers in a computer, coals don't get their bread. That's all I know. Yeah. Well, I don't do that anymore. I've moved on. <laughs> He's moved on. He's moved like on. two Absolutely years ago. moved on. Like a while. Yeah. I and then, um, yeah, fr- from Doug, obviously, um, knowing Seb through um, his, his wife. And we worked together probably a decade ago. And it was just by chance that I'd met your wife, Seb. Yeah. Um, and then over the years, we've just... She was one of the employees that was probably real deal for me. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what. Good or bad, we still got through it and still yep. performed as a business. So, and you were just the uh, the fries the, the with the order. Along. Yeah, the tag <laughs> you were along. just the fries with the order. So, you know, you opened the bag and went, "Oh, they threw in a nugget." <laughs> oh, I got I got a large yeah, that meal. Makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. I was going to say is when you get the fries, but they're shit. They're soggy and cold, and well, yeah. there's no salt, well, yeah. no substance, there's nothing to them. Exactly. Or that's may- the leftover. Maybe there's too much salt because it can get salty. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm cut now. <laughs> oh, you want a drink? Yeah, can you pass? I don't know why I whispered that. It's yeah, part of the fucking show. Can you pass the scotch? Thank you. It's scotch. It's gosh. Oh, sorry. I'm Ech-gosh. so ossified I can't say yeah. it that way. All um, right, born moving on. Ech-gosh. Yes. So, were you born in Australia or overseas? I was born here. I was actually born in uh, Paddington Women's Hospital. And when I saw my birth certificate, I actually thought I was born in a jail. <laughs> I said to my mum, I was like, why does it say Paddington Women's Hospital? Like, were you like locked up when no. I was born? Mm. <laughs> but there was, up, yeah, there was one. Yeah. There was a hospital there. Um, and yeah, Next so I'm born here. <laughs> yeah. That's actually where I think where my sister was born too. Oh, wow. Yeah, same there thing, you go. Women's Hospital. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I was born there. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. True uh, blue. Any siblings? I have four brothers, so I'm one of five. Mm. I'm the second eldest. So, my older brother is half Chinese, so my mom's first marriage. Mm-hmm. And then for me and my other three brothers, we're half Filipino. Sorry, mm. ha- half what? Filipino. Say it again. No. <laughs> Do it again. Absolutely not. Filipino? Fi- fi- is that what you mean? No. Do it again. Do it again. I am so ossified, I cannot even try. So there's four brothers. Yes, there is. <laughs> <laughs> you do it better than what I can ever do it. It's because of all the time I spend with your husband. Yes. That you don't know about. But I do ha- oh. I have four brothers. And what's interesting is like I, I often say, and I think it was a request I had for my episode to be called, my mom had a thing for Asians in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Don't knock it. It might. It, it'll probably happen. I would absolutely yeah. appreciate yeah. it if it did. Let's do it. <laughs> well, they can dive into that one. Yes. Yeah. Mm. But so I, you... I'm the only girl, so yeah. just me. What was yeah. that? What's the math again, uh, Seb? What's she was it? what? The she... second. Oh. <laughs> second <laughs> oldest. That was fun. The... <laughs> second Se- youngest. She was the second youngest. Old... Oh, I, don't, I don't even remember. Second oldest. Was that... was the... <laughs> no, the last. <laughs> you, you would have heard by now if you're listening. I fucked up the math on on Carmen's uh, episodes <laughs> episode so badly. I was like second from the top. I don't know what I was like, like left of the middle, look left or whatever. So not only did you 
not do English very well, you yeah. also failed at maths. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Crystal. <laughs> All right. So your background is a mixture of. So my mum's Australian and mm-hmm. my dad's Filipino. Yeah, Filipino. Yeah, your dad is fucking awesome. My dad's a character. That's he. For sure. You know what? He'd be brilliant on this, but I don't know if we mm-hmm. could bleep out enough. Uh, I don't yes. think there's enough bleeps in the world for when that gentleman talks. He's brilliant. Look, it's, it's, I already tick explicit. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's <laughs> funny you so say funny, that man. because growing up, if you had said to the other siblings, like I'd say to my brother, oh, you're being silly and my dad would lose it. So calling someone silly or stupid was like no go. <laughs> However, if you go, you're fucked. He was always a fucking, fucking kind of guy, so <laughs> might have to bleep me out. But if you said you're, you're silly, like he's ready to slap faces going, you've said something terrible. But the F word, because he was sort of trying to assimilate with like the Aussies. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, he man. absolutely used the, the F, F word. or the P word? P F word. word. No, fuck, no, no. <laughs> oh, no. yeah, fuck. No, he, yeah. No, bro, he says fucking. Fucking, yeah, the, he absolutely just, does. Oh, really? Dude, it was the best. No, I, I sat, the, remember when the concert we went to, what was it? Um, Chili Peppers. Chili Peppers. Yeah. He's, he's trying. He came in. What a legend. He was losing his shit because he, I, I called my dad <laughs> last minute to him. pick us up. We had yeah. the trains were a two hour away and I was like, my dad doesn't live far from home, Bush, I'll call him. And to this day, even at my age, at oh, he's the best, 38, man. I could call him and he would come and get me. But he lost his shit because everyone thought he was an Uber driver. <laughs> so he's driving around Homebush looking for us and he's like, oh, these fucking people thought I was an Uber, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he's in the car, right? And I'm, So he's driving his Camry? Yes, he spots oh, up his okay. That's he's a, got stand- it That's a bro, standard. He's got a window down, aircon cranking, dart hanging out. He's waving his left hand around with his... Gold gold, ro- gold Rolex sort of watch, flat, <laughs> like three sizes too big, so it's flapping about his little fellow arm, and mm. he's like, and he's bucking, bucking, bucking every second. When it was bucking, they, I'm not, and I kept saying, I'm not bucking Uber. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, he's God. a fucking legend. Yeah. Oh, sorry, fucking legend. I mean, yeah. my dad, my dad has actually been here since he was like 18, and surprisingly, he had only went back when he um, got married. Um, after him and my mum separated, that was the first time he'd been back to Philippines. So I don't understand why at his age, he's still fresh as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> because he he half speaks in Tagalog um, and English and I don't speak the language. So I have, I'm like guessing constantly. I was like, you've been here since you were 18. How, I'm sure your how English has this is not changed? <laughs> his accent, I mean, I'm sure there's fresher accents, but it's it's actually really fresh, his accent. It yeah. really is. Uh, yeah. he's been, you think, oh, he's been here a couple of years. Yeah. yeah, his best catchphrase if he was to meet new people, he'd be just like, hello, mate, mate. And that's just his sign of affection if he calls you mate. <laughs> I guess in saying that, I've got to think back now. My parents, when they came to Australia, they would have been 24 years old. So if he was eight, you know, came here when he was 18, yeah. my parents still have that accent. Yeah. It's still, yeah. still engraved and it doesn't go away. So yeah. I, but, I guess it kind of makes sense a little bit maybe. Yeah. The, the weirdest thing about the accents is he married my mom and my mom's white as anything, grew up in the country and she has an accent. What, what accent? What kind of accent? Like a filo accent. She oh, really? summons us to the table in Tagalog and she's like blonde, white as anything. <laughs> and she literally is like a little Filipino woman. Yeah. <laughs> and she's full Aussie? Full Aussie. She, gr- oh, grew wow. up like down there young and yes. Like she is. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Wow. Yes, queen. Yeah. <laughs> Your dad made a real impression on that, eh? 
Yes. He's holding back, Lily. <laughs> well, all of a sudden, oh, you, all of a sudden, you're shy. <laughs> I will say this is the first podcast my mom has actually listened to when she oh, listened really? oh, to the Mr. Julius episode. Yeah, shout out shout to out. Uh, tell her. Hey, tell her what. Tell her what shorts I'm wearing. Oh, <laughs> tell her. She she will die knowing that he's in footy shorts today. <laughs> Why will she die? She just loves my legs. Oh. <laughs> Do you oh, remember wow. when I was painting oh, wow. your kitchen in Glendale? Look, she's gone. Have you ever seen her blush? Because I know she's going to listen to this and she's like, why did you talk about it? No, no, no. Well, let's just say she followed me around while I was on that ladder the whole time. <laughs> Waiting for something to drop. Is that what you said? Yeah. Lucky. Well, it was cold, so nothing fell out. It's very cold. <laughs> Catch you. Uh. <laughs> Shut up, it works. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it was hot, she'll be waiting forever. <laughs> and then it'll be done quickly. <laughs> All right. Have you ever been, well, your mum's from Australia, so you've been to Australia, obviously, but have you been to the Phillies? Yes. Uh, the first time I went, actually, was my in-laws were nice enough to take me just after I'd graduated from high school. So I did Philippines there. That was a culture shock back then. And then... I took my kids back in 2018. Oh, how was yeah. that? That was really good because we also went with my brother and his girlfriend. So it was kind of nice to go with our crew. Mm. And my family back home um, on my dad's side are quite accommodating. So we were very well looked after in that sense. So yeah. yeah. The story, you went, you know, you went back to the fields with you know, your kids and stuff. Mm. I'm sure we know yeah. the person you went with. Great minds. And, uh, <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> Yes, Who, yes. Who's that? Who's this guy? Mr. Julius. Mr. Is that oh, Mr. Julius. To? Yes. He's, he's got to be one of the favourites so far. Yeah. Oh, don't, yeah. Don't, we don't need to fluff his feathers anymore, do we? <laughs> no, <Nah>, that's <laughs> your job. That's your job when you get oh, home. Mr. Mr. First Guest. Oh, Mr. Rusty first Trombo. Guest. Anyway, go on. Yes. Yeah, it, I, how I, did I, you put it? Mr. Asian Persuasion. Asian Persuasion. Oh. <laughs> Julie, you, Julie, I, Julie, Julie. <laughs> Julie me, Julie you, Julie, Julie us. us. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was ringing in my head after Anna Bay holiday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, Julius. Mm. Uh, I will say we, we've known each other for 25 years. So, you know, I often refer to the fact that I've dated and married like five different people because it was like the teenage, <laughs> then it's like the early 20s. <laughs> yeah. And then it was like, oh, okay, now he's studying and now we're working in yeah. the dad Julius. The dad Julius version is probably the best version, I think, mm. by far. Well, it's, that's the one that I've come to know. So Yeah. yeah. How did yeah. you guys meet? High school. Yeah, high school. High school. I stalked that motherfucker <laughs> right there tomorrow. All right. So moving from Philippines, we're in Australia now. Um, any standout <laughs> memories of your childhood here in Australia? Stand up memories. I think growing up with my mom being Australian and my dad Filipino, it was it was quite funny to see the kids where we grew up. I mean, I grew up in an age where you could ride your bike anywhere, you dump your bike on the street and mm. you know, you know it's not gonna be stolen. Mm. But there was this one point because our house sort of was like second from the corner block, everyone would, you know, congregate at our place. And my dad was fired up, he's tired from work and we were all hanging out the front and majority of them were dudes. And, and growing up for me, having four brothers, I was normally hanging around with more guys than I was girls. And my dad was fired up being the only girl of his family, runs out with his, I call it a Mexican mullet. I know my dad's not Mexican, but he looked like... <laughs> A Mexican. Um, he came running outside. He takes his thong off and he goes, "Get off my front lawn!" In his Philippine accent, I know thong foo. 
<laughs> and in that moment I was mortified oh. I was like oh my gosh and he was kind of being funny but he was trying to assert himself <laughs> saying like you know get your shit off my lawn assert like, dominance yeah. 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 and what he thought that that was it that's and he did this all while he was in really basketball shorts back in my dad's day were a lot shorter than what they are today no, no yeah. shirt no shirt, yeah. walking out there with his mullet and his thong, telling yeah. them that he knows thong, thong food, food. get off the lawn. I think uh, I'm starting to understand why your mum likes the short shorts. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so clicking together there. Yeah. I don't know who it was. No, She's a short shorts man that's, that's for herself and others. <laughs> <laughs> thong food. That is yeah, freaking brilliant. Food. That's yeah. great. But that's I, do, awesome. I, I miss that, that sort of time where the mm. kids could go out and yep. there'd be no worry in the world where you could just ride your bike I, I think I remember my brother before starting kindergarten was out in his rollerblades, like just up and down the street. And, you know, there was no worries. No I just worries wouldn't do that now with my kids, Yeah, which sucks. Yeah. What area did you grow up in? I grew up in Plumpton. Um, there used to be this kind of rival because the neighborhood I lived in had a really cool basketball court in Kingston. And then there was also a kind of semi-basketball court. Julius will kill me because he's from this suburb in Glendenning. But mm. my basketball court was better. So I'm, I'm a Kingston girl. Yeah, buddy. Ooh. So <laughs> basketball, I mean, without sounding too um, stereotypical, cliche, always big. <laughs> yes. With yeah, yeah, always. It's probably the only sport I'll sit through. Yeah, yes. it is a good sport though. It's it really it's is. fast paced. It's quick. Yeah. And the blokes are better looking than NRL. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, that's all right. That's all right. We, we don't we don't <laughs> play either, either one. Yeah, I don't play. I don't watch it. For the, I mean, I do watch it for a couple of blokes, but for the most part, it's for the sport. <laughs> there we go. Um, but yeah, definitely basketball. Uh, you touch like growing up, you know. That I love that. Um, I've I've seen the meme, but it's so true. The whole lights come on. That's when you know you got to go home and eat dinner. Um, but your schooling growing up, how was that in Australia? For you, um, for me, it was quite different because my my parents have very different in how I live my life today as a parent. So my mum was your traditional stay-at-home mum. She looked after us. She picked us up from school every day. And my dad sort of was always sort of out, out at work. So when it came to homework and things like that and studying, if my dad was home doing the project, he'd get to probably a couple of motions telling us, you need to do this, this and this, and then we'd give up and do our projects. So I had like the best shit. My dad was quite... Um, he was very smart, but when it came to certain topics for like an assignment, my mm. dad would smash those projects out. Oh, so nice. credit to my dad for yeah. like getting me my passes. I was gonna for say so, everything. Hey, yeah. so your distinctions, high distinctions, etc. So my dad. Yeah, buddy, yeah. what a champion! He's a very nice. smart man. Yeah. <laughs> With your dad, I see. Um, uh, I've met him a few times before. We've known each other, as you alluded on earlier, through lids for I don't know fifteen odd years at least. I met him a few times before, but I've met him more recently and had more conversations with him recently. And I, I know your mum as well. And although I know you said a very different upbringing, she still works very hard in what she does, as in, you know, at home, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But your old man, he's got a massive work ethic and, and very proud of what he does. Yes. That resonates in you, doesn't it? Yeah, I think I got... To be honest, I, I did get a lot of my work ethic to like push hard, you know, mm. no hours. You don't clock in and out from my dad. Yeah. But majority of my work ethic would be from my, my in-laws. Mm. Um, I, I moved in with my in-laws at probably fresh out of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, my parents were planning on relocating to another state for work. And they took me with open arms, but they worked 
long hours and shifts just to provide for their family. So I've always learnt to work. So mm. I've actually never been completely unemployed from the age of 12. So yeah. I took mm-hmm. my first job at 12 mm-hmm. um, in actually in my older brother's dad's Chinese restaurant. That was my first ever job. Um, so even in that, like I think I got a lot of it, to be honest, from my, my in-laws. But yes, my dad's probably yeah. a big part of that where yeah. you just don't stop. You don't clock in and clock out yeah. as such. Yeah. The, the, the little extra mile. Yeah, yeah I think that's a lot of the people that, especially as obviously all our parents and migrant parents, mm. they just came here and just worked hard as best they could to yeah. get to get yeah. where they are now. Yeah, right? yeah. Because yeah. you look at other countries, like you look at, all right, so Philippines, Salvador, Chile, you can go and work and work and work and work. Mm-hmm. You get nothing for it. And, and you know? do you know what's really interesting is there's no stature in the type of job. So yeah. I, no. I did 15 years in employment services. So you, you often face people that go, I need to, I'm, I'm going to stay unemployed until this dream job happens. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. However, when, you, when you're influenced by people that work hard, the stature of the job or the type of job doesn't matter. That's right. So at one point in my life, yeah, I was working in a Chinese restaurant. While I was studying, I was working in two fish and chip shops. Mm-hmm. And then I look forward to where I am today, you know, 30 years on in, in, in that, mm. is that yeah. I was never chasing a title. I was chasing fulfillment and what I wanted outside of your nine to five job. Mm. And I think you do get that from from migrant parents where yeah. they go it's not about the stature of what you do for a living it's how you treat your family when you get home and that was a that was probably a big part in it mm. like you you're never chasing for the next job title you're chasing for what's going to give you that work-life balance and that yeah. family 100%. Yeah. Yeah. definitely well said yeah. yeah definitely well said well just sorry to sorry doug just going on that work thing um you you've kicked ass like as i said i've, I've known you for, for a little while but you've kicked ass I'm interested to know, and I guess this is touching on Amigos Down Under and being migrant, but mm. you've got the challenge of not just being, I guess, from a migrant background, but in the a lot of the roles you do in the positions that you go for and whatnot, it is, I mean, it's a better now, but it's male-dominated. Absolutely. You know, it's better, and that's the thing, It's it, and I love that reaction because it's better now than even it was 15 years ago. Yeah. And it's still fucking male dominated. Yeah. That challenge for you, how like you've you always smash it out, but how's that been for you? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I, it's I've just made, I've full made, on. Made two, I guess, self challenges for myself over my entire working career. Is one, I wanted to be paid just as much as the male to be at the same table. Mm-hmm. And two was that education didn't matter. If you thought that I could mm. do the job and sit at that same table, I didn't need a certificate to do yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So where what I've achieved today was one, I was very much guided going. It didn't matter what sex you were. If you could do the job, you'd get paid. It didn't matter what education you had behind you if you could fulfill the job and the capabilities. So they are still two things that I drive myself. And it's not to say that I don't appreciate, you know, the opposite sex and how they achieve their careers. Mm. But I do think that, you know, I've worked a long time to know that someone in the same role as me could be on 20, 30 grand more than me. Mm. And I would call those sorts of things out as such, not directly, yeah. but, you know, try to, to prove that. Yeah. But the education piece is probably bigger than it is, you know, male versus female. It's the access to education and being able to earn the income that you earn. Yeah. And that's one thing for me is I, I often say that is I don't need to sit through an MBA mm-hmm. as such, which mm-hmm. many people have offered me to do, mm-hmm. to be able to sit at that same table to exactly achieve right. what I do. Yeah, yeah. exactly right. Yeah. And that, again, as you were saying, the, 
the schooling, the education, that goes a lot on the background too. Yeah, yeah. 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 On your background, and, and, and for where me, you're from, like where you come from. Where, where I'm one of five kids, so you know, in the 90s, it wasn't easy to access education. Like if I think about my younger brothers that did their HSC, you got bonus points just from being from a single mum household or, mm. you know, living in Western Sydney. When mm. I did my studies, you didn't get those extra points. It's like what you achieved is what you got. Yeah, yeah. yeah and right. so it's nice to see that people see the struggles to do that. But for me, that's kind of like, well, I just want to keep going and go above all of that um, without needing to to pay somebody to tell me that I could be at that table. Yeah, that's yeah, true. 100%. 100%. All right. All right, Crystal. I'm gonna, I've got to ask you this question. I've been asked a lot of people. Did you go to ESL, Crystal? <laughs> oh, fuck it. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> ah, there we okay, go. Okay, so bitch. I, I, <laughs> well, I mean, for me, like obviously being born here, my mum's Australian, we actually didn't speak a lot of the language. Mm. It's funny that my mum adapted to... Um, the Tagalog language, as I was saying earlier, like she would summon us to the table in Tagalog, but we never spoke it in our home. And the only time I ever heard another language was when my great grandma would be babysitting us because they're all out playing pokies for the night. <laughs> so um, for me, I was fine with my English skills at this point in life. <laughs> so your mum learned Tagalog from your dad, obviously. Yeah. So when she, um, you know, finished her first marriage, she actually moved in with with my grandparents and she learned how to cook from my great grandmother. So she cooks amazing Filipino food. And then she learned the basics of, of, of the language that was able to have a family function and incorporate mm. her in it. Yeah. Nice. That's mm. really cool. So uh, let's go back to your schooling. How was your schooling? Like, obviously it was in this area. How was it? Was it multicultural where you went? Yeah. Look, I, I went to a high school that had all walks of life. Um, but it was in the 90s, so people did st- tend to stick together. But I mm. didn't really fit in. I found this also with my brother that's just below me. He's like, you couldn't really hang out with just the Philo crew or just the Aussie crew or so on. So we kind of created this misfit group of or a collection of people, I like to say, mm. um, of that. But I'm also like a very non-traditionalist. So, you know, in the 90s, it was like you had your girl group or you had your nationality group. I was very much like color outside the lines i i obviously like you as a person regardless of your nationality or um you know if you're a boy or a girl so we always created groups that were just eclectic if i could describe <laughs> yeah, it as well nice. <laughs> there's some similarities with her and our previous guest yeah, I don't see colour, I see people. Oh, yeah. best believe I saw colour and, and uh, nationality. Go, yeah. <laughs> we can't call that. 90s were the oh, 90s. Like, yes, yeah. I think even just with race, sexuality, all of that, we were still that last borderline group that didn't really have that exposure of what it is today. So I think, yeah, you did very much see it, but I consciously made a choice of what I wanted in my friend group. Yeah. Yeah, cool. It's very different. It's like I said, as we mentioned before, it's like when I went to school, it was very segregated. Mm-hmm. Um, there was sections. Obviously, everyone mixed around, but it was very segregated. So you always knew like there was the Italians, there were Asians, the Wogs, and there was a mixture of other people. But yeah, it was. It's interesting to hear the different different ways that everyone how, how everyone saw it, how everyone mm. grew up, you know, experienced yeah, it. I know. Age, like Age said, in your school there wasn't heaps. Hey, like of of Latin. Well, I was and, only one. Yeah. Yeah, but a lot of Asians groups, groups even not overly. Mm, no, they're all mixed. They're more separated into sports. Um, so you had the b ballers, you had the footy kids, you had the the soccer kids, yep. and then everyone would just be a mix in there. But mm. then 
that was all it. Like everyone was just mixed. Yeah. But none were Aladdin. It was just me. That's like um what your wife said last episode is that she was as well the only the only Aladdin. Yeah, pretty much. Well, you said there was pretty multicultural. Yeah. You your school was in the west. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, we, we well, were. In- Plumpton yeah. High School. Plumpton High. Saying that, yeah. And you, we, we, you were St Andrews. Yeah, so we're not far. Yeah, no, Quake Yeah, but yeah. the the main, I think the the big difference there too was, uh, you all male, all male school. No, 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 no. Oh, yours was no, co-ed. Yeah. co-ed. Yeah, and co-ed and it was school. still a sport thing. Yeah. Oh wow, and yeah. yours was was groups. It, it was definitely groups. A lot of but, Islanders, but though, yeah. I, I grew up in an age where there was also a lot of, like, gangs. So, yeah. like, it, it also yeah, depended on who you were affiliated with. But mm. I think for me and my best friend in a high school, her and I were always ones to, like, make friends with everybody. So we didn't – and even a lot of people hated us for that. But we were just so carefree that mm. we were also, like – we were not bothered if yesterday we hung out with this particular person and tomorrow we're going to hang out with another. Yeah. Um, and it, it actually allowed us to be a lot more resilient. Like, I mean, I still speak to her to, today and for a short step we did work together. Um, but her and I are very resilient with, you know, all of those types of things. It mm. wasn't, yeah, really a thing for us. Yeah. But sp- speaking of, of friends that you've known for a while, let's sh- send a little shout out down to Tazzy. Oh, yes. We don't have to say name. We, it's all good. Yeah. But if, as long as. She'd probably love it. Oh, well, if you, look, you know her better than any of us. I, I was encouraging you guys to probably uh, do an interview because she's obviously from migrant parents from England. Mm, right. um, but, you know, we met, we met by chance. She was one of my first um, roommates when I moved out of home. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you absolutely would have a ball with her yeah, on this podcast. She's a lot her, of fun. her and her partner, brilliant. Like, they are good value to have banter with. Um, but she's supported and listened to your podcast from the very beginning. And, and Big shout out. Has to, she heard the Tazzy Don't Get? <laughs> Here's an interesting story with her. So when she um, first moved in with us, our group is so diverse. So we've got people from Zimbabwe versus Philippines versus Vietnam, a big group, mm. Scottish. We've got a friend that's from Uruguay. Mind you, she didn't identify as Latin. And it was like, oh, oh I yeah. have a Latin friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, no. um, and... When we were all living together, it was probably about six months in and we used to give her a lot of shit about, you know, being from Tasmania. It's like, did you bring your passport? You know, you're from overseas. (laughs) And she's sitting with a big diverse group. Six months on, she was like, we were having a conversation much like what you guys do in your podcast about where we grew up, where our parents came from. And then she realized through the group that majority had not been born in Australia. She was like, you motherfuckers, like... You are actual immigrants and you were calling me an immigrant from coming from Tasmania. And, you know, that's like an ongoing joke. But it was just funny because we obviously all, you know, hung out and loved each other as friends. And we didn't really point that out until we had a serious conversation. Like, you were actually born from overseas and she's born in Tasmania. She wasn't even born in Tasmania, let's be honest. But she grew up there. Um, But, yeah, that was very interesting to see her work with such a diverse group around that. True. We still have to cross the across the sea to, to get to, to Australia. So. Where, where was that? Was that the Mount Druitt one? Yeah, we had we had like the, that little two-story unit oh, in Mount Druitt. Oh, how good was that freaking yeah. unit, man? It was a brand new unit we'd moved into. Yeah. It was it was interesting because I, I had actually met her. Um, th- very, very weird story. But I'd met her through my mum's dating history because after my parents separated, my mum... Mm was out there on the telecafe moment. So I don't know if it... Telecafe. It's, it's not oh your, it's not your wow, Tinder swipe left or right. Yeah. Wow, it's like yes. you dial up and you listen to. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah. Hi. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I'm dog. Did, yeah, so, did she have to submit a VHS? 
yes. <laughs> I would probably say yes to it, but I don't actually know. Okay. But um, I met um, Winita uh, as my roomie, who's now like my sister, um, through someone my mum had dated and he had his niece in town and was like, she's here from Tasmania, like take her out and, and do stuff. And mm. she was probably uh, – She's a few years younger than me, so she wasn't even 18 yet. We took her out on, uh, you know, took her to the races and did all that stuff. And she decided to move to, to Sydney and we just got a unit together. So that was my first move out of home moment. And her and I did that together in our early 20s. Um, now, growing up in Australia, we touched on it a little bit beforehand, but is there anything in your childhood that just, just stands out? Say you went back to visit where you used to live, where you mm-hmm. grew up, mm-hmm. what would be the first thing that came up as a memory? There was a moment in time. So um, out of out of my four brothers, I have two gay brothers. And as we were growing up and, you know, understanding what that is, the, the youngest of us all actually had come out first and was more his authentic self. Mm. But there was this moment in time uh, growing up where we had this conversation where we were like, oh, X, what is it? So three out of five kids... <laughs> Like, like dick. And I was yeah. like, huh? There's only two of you that are gay. I forgot to count myself. <laughs> <laughs> and so like in our family, we, we, we absolutely spoke about everything because, you know, you're growing up in this time where things are changing and being that there's five kids, the, the age range for us is quite quite big. So you're going mm. through all these different generations. But that's one thing in a moment in time in my teenage life where it was like <laughs> I had to like figure out what that what was just said but literally yeah i mean i think i think for us like not only did we have to deal with the fact that we were um what we used to call nice half casts um we also were you know working through the fact that not only were we mixed race but we had different sexuality in our family we had um, a whole lot of different things and so that's what i think today makes me more open to people being their authentic self whether it's be their cultural background or who they are but there's so many different ranges. When you come from a big family, you're going to tap into all of that. Yeah. Like you're going to tap into all those different personalities and moments. So like it wasn't just for us knowing that my dad migrated here and had like all of these things. It was also the fact that I had four other siblings that dealt with it in different decades. Yeah. Yeah. Just just on that, you're a mixed race. What did you face? Did you face anything in race like bullying or teasing or anything um, like that? I, th- I think I found it very hard that, you know, the Filipino squad at school wasn't really something I kicked it with because I mm. didn't speak the language. But I was also quite what they would describe in the 90s as alternative. So that didn't resonate with them. But then they also didn't resonate with the Aussie squad that loved the sports side of things and all of that. This is why I probably had that collection of, different people um because i just didn't fit in i think my brother below me he's so he's probably i think three or four years below me he Mm. probably struggled with that a bit more than i did because uh for males it was like you know he didn't really know where he sat Mm. in in the nationality side of things in the 90s but um he probably felt it more than me because i was yeah a bit more tougher yeah Yeah, touching on um aussie things go to aussie food Mm -hmm. what is yours Bangers and mash. Bangers, mash. Bangers and mash. Yeah. yeah. And an option between sausage roll or meat pie, what do you go for? Look, if I'm really going to a bakery, best believe I'm going for a pork roll and none of those two. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. yes. I love that. So your pork roll, what do you get on the pork roll? All of it. And it has to be crispy pork. You know, I, I, yeah. I don't like the traditional one. That's just too much. I'll get the crispy pork. 
Yeah, the crispy 100%. pork. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, you mean the three slice pork? Yeah, like no, that, yeah. that's a traditional one. Yeah, one's, yeah, one's like grey, one's pink. Yeah, and the other one is yeah. like see through. It's just weird. That circle grey one, is, I always that all, that one always looked weird to me. So I always said, no, no, not that one, just the other two. And I've then now that I'm older, I look at the other two. I'm like, they look nothing like pork, and the other one <laughs> sort of does. <laughs> I, what I've been eating all those years when I was young, I don't know. But yeah. w- with that, like, touched on your dad and and accents and all that, the pork roll. <gasps> like so, w- my my old man, he used to go pork loss. I'm like, what pork loss? Is there something that sticks out with you with your parents? And you're like, what there the was f- there was always a, a mix between whether you're saying pork or fork. Yeah. <laughs> pork and fork used to like fuck people up when they would come to my house. And it's like, are your parents telling me to eat the pork on the table or do I need a fork to eat? <laughs> it was just all one in the same. That's funny. They want that- you to pork on your fork. <laughs> is, that, is that both your parents? Or is it just obviously because your mum's Australian, so... Yeah, um, my mum isn't very much like a social chatty person. Okay. So it's usually my dad standing there like, you know, greeting people that have <laughs> yeah, something yeah. to eat. Yeah. yeah. The, that's the Filipino side of him, yeah, right? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> if we were to give you the choice of the two, what would it be? I'm, I'm a 50-50. Oh. Depends on the moment. It's slowly yeah, starting to sway towards the sausage. Roll. <laughs> roll. I said roll. emphasize it, emphasize the sausage. The sausage roll. Roll. You don't have to hang yeah, in From there. everything that I've learnt so far, being, you know, a bit of a fan of this podcast this far. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, thank you. The meat pie situation, I am one hundred percent taking the lid off and eating it with a spoon. Um, and I don't do sauce. Ah, you're all Yeah, see? Yep. No sauce for me. I, no yeah. sauce. If it's a sausage roll, I'm usually inhaling that while driving and smashing a coffee at the same time. <laughs> and you get the heartburn because oh, eating it so fast, it just kills heartburn. you. Like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I honestly that's think that's the, the worst thing. Yeah. That that's why I don't like sausage rolls. Oh, oh, fuck. It's it just kills you. you. you, you got to eat it slow. you got to take Look, your time and I haven't got experience you like you have with, you know, taking down a sausage, so. Seb's obviously slow mo in yeah, that motion. Yeah, yeah. He knows, he knows, he knows <laughs> the way it goes. Yeah. Savor the moment. You have to. You don't ever know when you're going to get your next one. Yeah, right. do, but we haven't. Do you know what? When, <laughs> so when you say the, the most like Australian food, if I was to sort of go, well, what resonates mm. with me as mm. an Aussie? Yeah, yeah. We used to have thinly sliced Devon and you'd go oh, buy yeah. a Devin. bag of hot chips yep. and you would just literally smash the Devon and the mm. hot chips. And one place growing up that we used to walk to as kids was Hebo Shops. Oh, and we would oh, go yeah. there with $2 <laughs> hot chips and $2 of like thinly sliced Devon. Fuck, you would for a week. absolutely <laughs> smash that with our group of friends. Yeah, that's yeah. mad. Hang Devin. on, yeah. hang on. How can we... I'm sorry. You saw my reaction to that age. <laughs> what the fuck? Do you not eat... Devon... Oh, Devon is disgusting, first of all. Fuck, Devin's we all can't right. be friends anymore. All right, but you, <laughs> do you wrap that shit. You put a hot chip in there. You should try it when you've got mashed potato Wait, inside we, of we it. Add it. We're and you in a fry it. <laughs> we have to what? add it on the Wait, list of things we Wait, have to try. We've got to say add mash and fry it. Have you not tried the fried rice that I make? Yeah, I love your fried rice. There's fucking Devon in it. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a mixture of other stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. Devon is like a staple. Because for us, it's like spam. Yeah, spam's good. The spam and eggs that you, yeah. One in the same, bro. Nah. <laughs> same one's in the tin, meat. Yeah. one's not. Yeah, that's what the tin, it's it's fresher. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's more, but... But Devon is something like, if you were to ask anybody else growing up in yeah. Australia, you'd have a Devon... I don't do a Devon and sauce sandwich, but it is quite common. Yeah, Devon but tomato Devon sauce. But Devon hot yeah. chips yeah. is always a go-to. Devon tomato sauce in a breville. 
Public like it. service it's announcement. The, um... It's a jaffle. Oh, uh, yeah, yes. Oh, here we go. We, Let's um, get into that. Uh, before we get into that, I haven't had Devon before. You haven't what? had Devon? Haven't. So, you know what I find it is similar to like... We add it to the list. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you add it to your list because I've tried it, but I'm happy to try it. <laughs> no, again. we're going to do it on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. You need to get a good bag of hot chips and Devon and smash no. it. I need to have Devon and fake eggs. Devon and oh, fake eggs. Oh, fake eggs, and yeah. As a jaffle. As a jaffle. Oh. Oh, there we go. What? Jaffle? Isn't that that fucking orange? No, what's that? Jaffa. That's like a ready orangey <laughs> thing. Yeah. Is that a lolly? Or yeah. Chocolate? Yeah, it's a chocolate jaffa. with red shit in it. Are, are yeah, you not, right. not just that. In cricket terms... If they bowl an awesome ball that gets someone out, like beats the beats the bat, hits the stumps, and gets them out, they're like he bowled an absolute jaffa. Oh. So there you go. There's never, my. Never there I, I know we're jumping ahead, but it, come back to that. Remind me. That's my favorite Aussie saying. Oh, if I could have fallen asleep on command, there I would have. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! Because it's cricket. It would have. <laughs> All right, Crystal. Let's test you out. Let's see. Let's Since it. you're, you know. Aussie anyway. Yeah. See how Aussie so, you're a half cast as you mentioned earlier. I haven't heard that yeah. in a long time. There's, there's, an, there's another term. If you're back home in Philippines, they call the half is mestiza. Mestiza. Oh, yeah. Mestiza. That's Which similar is like, to like a white yeah. lady. In I've Spanish, it's mestiza is like you're a mix. Yeah. 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 The other thing they do call me back home is nosebleed because I talk so fast with an Aussie accent, I cause nosebleeds. <laughs> <laughs> So the whole time I was there was like, oh, what the heck? like they'd speak all in Tagalog and I'd just hear nosebleed. I was like, oh, they're talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, Tagalog is really fast. fast. So, yeah. I nosebleed. talk too fast in English. That is know. so funny. <laughs> oh, wow, wow. Nosebleed. Nice. NB. That's awesome. That's your new nickname, NB. NB. Nah, KS sounds better. I did have another one that was TD, which is tone deaf because I'm the only Filipino that can't sing. <laughs> so, you do you love know, your karaoke, though. But I can't sing. Yeah. I, I don't know. Every time I've heard you sing, we've been wasted. So Yeah. But you do, love, you do love the karaoke. <laughs> karaoke. Karaoke. Uh, you, do you find yourself more Filipino than Aussie? That is a really good question. I don't know what I identify more with. It's mm. when it suits you. <laughs> Do you know what? 100% you're right because okay. it would depend on the dynamic because mm. you always sort of try and assimilate and go, well, what do I or how can I um, relate to you? So if I'm with those particular things. But, I mean, as I've gotten older, mm. um, I think because my kids are more Filipino than I am, uh, probably Filipino. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Nice. So our little dictionary quiz is going to go a bit different. We have our audience here who have chosen three for you oh. okay don't know if i trust this audience first one they are pretty shady what do you call someone who bets on two flies walking up the wall what is that what are they sitting on the fence nope so bet on two flies walking up the wall bored <laughs> i don't know bored bored they got no Seb? wings <laughs> why are they walking <laughs> no <laughs> compulsive gambler Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Of yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. No, you're not. You're a compulsive drinker. It's <laughs> not triggered by me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how to play those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next one is a professional rat bag. What is that? <laughs> I was tempted, but I was like, "Well, I better not." Just say it. Just <laughs> Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, it just says my name. In the no, it's <laughs> just and got a picture of you. <laughs> and then this is referred to Appendix A. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, so what is a professional rat bag? Professional rat bag. Prof- 
professional rat bag. Pain in the, the ass. Salesperson. Annoying. One who makes money out of doing weird, crazy, useless, or unproductive things. Oh, oh it's not you then. No. Next one. Mm. Not what you think. What is let it rip? Let it rip. So oh, it's not, it's not having a fight. Just, yeah. Well, you said not what you think. No, I someone's guess just fart. like let loose on a conversation. Let it rip. Go on, just say it. Yeah, I'll just say that. Just say it. Mm. Exclamation signaling an enthusiastic start. Yeah. Oh, Adrian, you're so passionate. Oh, there you go. Uh, let it rip. He's in point. Let, let it rip. Point. rip. He's a let ripper. He's absolutely a ripper. He's a ripper. You bloody ripper. Isn't that all of them? We just had three. Let's do a random. Random. Go random. Big, big. Stop. Stop. Duva. What's a duva? It's a blanket or a quilt. It's the penis. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no. The really? first one I saw, yeah, the duva. I am definitely D- not describing him. D-O-O-V-E-R. Duva. That just says oh, penis. Oh, duvet. A duvet. That's an American way of saying du- yeah, yeah, I have this argument with one of my good friends and... He's English yeah. around yeah. like duvet, quilt, duvet. I was like, it's a fucking blanket. It's a blanket. Yeah, blanket yeah, it's a fucking it's a blanket. blanket. And sometimes it has a cover and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> you, either have, you have either a sheet or a blanket. That's it. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it. There's else. no in well, between. What are all these fucking options? Fucking no. duvet, comforter. No. What's another one? No. Yeah, comforter. Is it like throw? Throw. Yeah. Throw. throw. No, no. Uh, it's, yeah, you're right. It's either a sheet or a blanket. Or a blanket. Yeah. Maybe occasionally if I'm feeling fancy, I might say quilt. <laughs> quilt, of course. Nah. Isn't the quilt go, oh, so doesn't the quilt fancy. go on top of the blanket? Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, like non-ESL. Now we're going to the obviously to the main theme of this uh, this series, mm. Mother's Day. What does Mother's Day uh, mean to you? Sometimes, oh, I, you know what? A couple of years ago, I'd say Mother's Day kind of felt like a big obligation for me to right. make sure all the other mothers were sorted. Mm-hmm. Recent years, Mother's Day for me is like my time out. Like I yeah, can nice. actually switch off and sleep in and it's about me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, prior to the last couple of years, it was, it was a big obligation for me. It's like be everywhere, see everyone because I have so many mothers and grandmothers that were still around. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I guess so. It's good, you know, changing yeah. it up. It's, it, well, it is about you. Yeah. yeah. You know, they can take that time aside for yourself. Any funny stories about being a mum? A lot because my kids can be cooked sometimes. Your kids are freaking hilarious. Look, I did <laughs> say to Lydia this week, please tell Seb don't get his shotgun out because my son started texting your daughter. Nah, hey, of course not. I'll stab him though. Funny stories about being a mom. I don't know because my kids are quite hilarious. So every day with them, I find oh, myself man, going, oh my God, did they just say that? Um, Oh, actually, characters. my birth. My birth with uh, my my first. Um, I have my youngest brother who was gay, like, come into the the room I was, like, labouring. And I was so gassed up and I was like, he's never going to experience this. Bring him here. And I brought him in and said, <laughs> rub my feet. Because the whole thing, like, every time I've given birth is, like, someone needs to, like, put pressure on my feet. Wrong position when you're giving birth. <laughs> the poor child. And at that time, I think he was probably about 17 at the time. But I was screaming for him to be there. And mind you, my other younger brother that I'm quite close to um, had been there the whole time waiting, all of that. I didn't see him. He was sleeping in the weight room. But yet my brother who arrives, I was like, bring him in. He needs to experience this. I think I traumatized him. But I find that quite funny because we still tell this story that he's had to deal with my firstborn. 
like crowning while rubbing my face. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like vagina then. I don't think he likes it now. <laughs> I love you, Christian. <laughs> oh, that's fucking well, I'm glad it was a funny story. That was <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we touched on something um, on my wife's episode. So, Latins have a saying, which is sana sana. Ah, uh, yes. Where it heals everything. It's a magical little rhyme, or I don't know, saying, or whatever it is. To mm-hmm. Is there anything that the Filipinos have? Besides Vicks. Besides Vicks. Besides <laughs> something, something like that that's common that you've, hear, you've heard through your childhood, um, say from your dad, you know, when... Anytime anybody got hurt or their feelings were like, you know, something was happening, they fucking applaud. Ah, uh, yeah. what? <laughs> they yes. absolutely applaud. Like your kid falls off the bike, yay! Yeah. Or it's oh, like, you're trying to oh, palm it off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Instead like, of going, <gasps> yeah. My, my family yeah. in particular, I don't know if it's all Filipinos, but humor was always the escape from any pain, right. yeah, whether yeah. it's physical, mental. Humor was always the way to to kind of heal through it. So they don't particularly have a, a saying, but mm. fuck, do they applaud when someone's yeah. in pain? <laughs> so Best believe they pulls off hands. the bike, cracks the skull that's open, you point and laugh, basically. Oh, legit, that's yeah. happened. And yep, Love it. yep. The oh, was that, there. That's brilliant. That's, yeah. that's, that's fucking awesome. brilliant. Yeah. Every single fall or yeah. even mistake in life that anyone's made in, on my fellow side of the family, it was either met with an applaud or a really humorous comment straight after it. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. What about, say, your, your mum's side? So, obviously, you've got the, the, yep. the two sides. So, is there anything on your mum's side that you can think of that um, is any different or probably nothing at all? No, I mean, they were quite um, conservative for the most part unless they were throwing down some beers. Um, <laughs> no, not really because my mum very much was, like, her first husband was Chinese. And it was at a very young age. So she grew up in their kind of culture and yeah. and things like that. And then she'd met my dad. So for her, she's very much very embedded in the Asian culture. Like yeah. now that she's married to an Australian, like third time lucky, like she is struggling to understand that culture. Oh, wow. okay. Even though that's what she's been born and raised, yeah. um, you know, with because she's been from an early age, probably from 16. She assimilated as Asian. Yeah, very much. That's mm, why that's I said cool. my request needs to be my mum had a thing for Asians in the 80s because <laughs> she legitimately did. Asians <laughs> in the 80s. Yeah. A to the 80s. That's the, like, that's the opposite, right? Isn't isn't like... That's actually something that people often say when, when they realise that I'm half. Mm. They automatically assume that yeah. my mum's the Filipino yeah. lady that, you know, happened to meet somebody. Male lot of bride. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it is definitely. And when they, re- and it's interesting because all of my uncles or majority of them have married Australian women. Yeah. It's very different. It's opposite side. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Favourite, favourite segment of the, of the podcast. We have our new Aussie sayings or Aussie jokes. Our guests, Crystal, do you have any? Aussie jokes, Aussie sayings. Look, I'm a big user of the C word. Oh, (laughs) yes. Actually, I do have one. What's that, crumpets? So, it's definitely what we used to call in the 90s, AO. (laughs) Does anyone remember AO? Adults only. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas now it's like MA. Yeah. The term being loose as a wizard sleeve. (laughs) 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 It's pretty loose. That's pretty loose. That's pretty loose. That's pretty loose. It's like the hot dog down the hallway. <laughs> this one's better. 
That's brilliant. That's awesome. Seb, I've do you got, have one? Oh, sorry. I've got a word okay. that I've used a lot and I didn't even know. Mm. Well, I love the word grot. Fucking grot. Oh, yeah. Yes. Grot. Love yeah. it. I used to hear that all the time, you grot. It love must it. be the G word for you. It's the G. Yeah, he likes gronk. the G. The G-R-O. Yeah. The gr- gronk. Yeah. Grot. Yeah. Growth. We'll just stop there. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Seb, <laughs> you go on. Uh, yeah, I've got one. It's a joke I heard recently and fuck it cracked me up. I went to the doctor the other day and he told me I had to stop masturbating. <laughs> and I said, Why? And he said, because I'm trying to examine you. <laughs> 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 I heard that. Eh? I fucking lost my shit. I, I was waiting that. to go, true story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> I heard it because it happened. <laughs> that reminded me of another one. Go, go. Okay. Okay, uh, uh, so the other day I read an article about how dangerous heavy drinking is. So that's it from now on. No more reading. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Relevant. <laughs> what about you, Dougie? All right. What's the difference between an Australian wedding and a and an Australian funeral? What? There's one less drunk in a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> you get it. All right. Well, let's close it up here, guys. Thanks, Crystal. Thank you. Thank you, you very much for, for joining in. Amazing. For sharing your story, it was much appreciated. It was very interesting, very insightful. Yes. Thank As you. always, make sure you give us a like. Listen and follow on Instagram, Amigos and the podcast. Send us a message on anything you want us to talk about on the show. Any questions, any jokes, any sayings. We're always on our socials, so get amongst it and we'll get back to you. That's right. And remember, tune in for the next episode. We've got a really, really good guest coming up. Can't wait to interview and go through there. Fun mm. stories. Yeah, thank you. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye.